Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, and my boys, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, I am reunited with my favorite Haitian gal, honey. Yes! You know I love her. She's so gorgeous. She's my girl. She's a comedian. She's a host. She is a journalist, honey. Yes, and we live for her. Please give it up, baby, for the one and the only Jessie. Woohoo! Yes, honey. Yes, yes, yes. So we have to get into this episode, girl. We got to go back a little bit to this party that Crystal had at her home. Yeah. And all the girls were doing what they do, which is get into each other's business, right? Yep. During a sort of heated conversation, Dorit was trying to, you know, ask questions about Sutton and and just getting information and all of a sudden, her and Garcelle got into this sort of, like, interesting exchange. Dorit used the word attack. attack. And Garcelle's mood changed instantly. And in that moment, Garcelle said to her, I did not attack you and don't use that word to me. And then Dorit said, why can I use that word? And Erica Jane said, because that's a woman of color. You're a You're white woman. white. <laughs> So explain to me, Jesse Wu, as you were watching all of that unfold, what was going through your mind? First of all, shout out to Erica Jane. A lot of people don't like Erica. I happen to love Erica. I, she's my fellow Cancer, and I feel like Cancers a lot of times are very misunderstood. I think at her core, she's actually a really fun person. I just think, you know, a lot of things have happened to her, and so we've seen another side of her that is sometimes unpleasant, but I think that comes with when you're just not in a good place. You know what I mean? So, but I, I really, I'm rooting for Erica, but shout out to her because before Garcelle could even explain it, which she wasn't going to explain it. She said, I'm not here to educate you. And, and period, period. Okay. You got money to buy them African lips. You should have money to go educate yourself on why you cannot use the word attack for black women. But before Garcelle could even explain herself, Erica said, you're white. You're a white woman, right? And there are just certain connotations when you use certain words for a non-white person, for a black person. You're white. She's black. And she's still sitting there like, (laughs) and it's like, girl, girl, let's be for real. And I do think that, um, a little bit to, to to her credit, I do think white women like to throw that word around with each other. But we all know that there's a different connotation between 
white women, oh my God, but she's attacking me. No, you attack me to, oh, but you attacked me to a black woman. Let's just be for real. It's weaponized in a way that it's not weaponized to your fellow Caucasian sister. Okay. It's just not the same thing. So shout out to Erica for saying that. Yeah, no, I, I really was pleasantly surprised that yeah. it wasn't because the way reality works, and you know this being on reality TV yourself, is one yeah. thing to say things in the moment, like when yeah. you're like in the moment in the scene and you're filming it, versus yeah. saying it in your confessionals when right. you either had time to think about it or someone said, "Girl, say this because it makes you look good." One thing we have to give Erica Jane is that she instantly clocked it and yep. instantly was able to explain it in a very urgent way. Like, no, this is the reason why you're yep. you're unable to say it. You're white. She's black. It's different for you. It's different for you. Um, yeah. and, and, and I agree with you. Kudos to Erica Jane for instantly being able to say, no, I recognize it. And yeah. I'm educated within what was happening in the world for me to tell you, you just can't say it. Now, right. you being a black woman as well, can you explain to the audience? Because I really... I want to talk to you because you are so well-versed in just being this global, international woman. Because a lot of people did not understand Garcelle's point of view, okay? There were some people, Jesse, who felt that, what you said earlier, um, and, and the producer showed a montage of flashbacks of this, right? How the other cast members used the word attack towards each other. And that when Dorit was saying it to Garcelle, she didn't mean it to be, you know, isolating her as a black woman is part of her vocabulary, her vernacular, and she wanted to use it. What do you have to say to people who, who, who believe that? That Dorit had no malicious intent and mm -hmm. and and saying it towards Garcelle being a black woman is is the word she uses in her everyday vernacular. Well, I I would have thought that until she gave the pushback. When she gave the pushback, it's like, lady, you should have just stopped that. Well, you know what? That that wasn't my intent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's like, well, I think she asked her like, well, explain to me why you feel that I shouldn't use this word or whatever. And Garcelle was like, yo, like, it, it, I'm not about to educate you. Erica just did. And at this point in 2024, like we're literally like on the other end of 2020. Like what all the things that we've seen happen in 2020, we saw this cast, the Beverly Hills cast, you know, talk about some of the issues that were, you know, prevalent during 2020, the protests. Like you guys are well aware. You're aware. You are aware. And so I feel like anytime you try to, well, I don't understand. No, you do understand. You do understand. And not only that, I feel that um, Garcelle's not the only person who's brought up those types of points before, but I even feel Crystal has kind of touched on that from time to time. But Garcelle has had a specific experience in this group. We've even seen Erica, like, it was good to see Erica jump and say, you're white. But also Erica owed Garcelle that because we saw how Erica talked to Garcelle's black sons mm, in okay. previous seasons, right? Right. Not knowing that he was Garcelle's son. So we saw how she truly perceived this little black boy, right? And so y'all are aware. You're aware of what words 
what certain words do to trigger certain emotions and certain actions and certain perceptions of black women in this society. You're aware. And so for me, it's like, if she didn't push back, like at all, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, she didn't mean it. But because she pushed back, I was like, oh no, she 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 meant it. She meant it. She meant it. You believe she meant it. You believe she of meant course. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. When yeah. when when all of that was unfolding, Garcelle's mood instantly changed. And when she said to her, "I'm not here to educate you," yeah. I'm just not. And she said, "You live in a bubble, um, and that's not my job. Like yeah. I'm over it." And the reach <laughs> girl <laughs> got up, got her oh, Chanel bag. <laughs> just roll because here's the thing too right let me tell you whenever a black woman says something like that here's why we say that because we know what you're about to do now we're gonna do the tit for tat it's gonna be oh but but when when the, and it, uh, but ain't no buts there's no buts i'm not button with you we're not doing the but we're not doing that we're not doing that we're not playing a tennis match you know what i mean like you know right from wrong. You've seen what has happened to me in this group and what I've had to address. And mind you too, Garcella is someone who I feel like a couple episodes before this was saying how, I think she said she doesn't feel comfortable talking about her family or something like that. Earlier this season, they were in Vegas and Garcelle yeah. told the girls, I don't feel comfortable talking about my children to you, to you ladies. Right. We've seen how her children was, were treated. These women are well aware of how Garcelle has been made to feel in this group. And so I feel like the whole, tell me, that's like, that's gaslighting. You know, you know, you're aware. I really want to explain to my listeners as well, um, Jesse, about the reason why when a white person or woman calls another black woman and, and saying you're attacking me, can you explain to the audience why that is a trigger word for for women in the black community? Because one thing that I've learned being a black man, right? Yeah. Um, working on all the shows I work on with black women and men is yeah. there is a conversation within the black community about how black women of certain shades, if you're a lighter shade um, black woman telling a darker skinned black woman you're aggressive. You oh, know, yeah. I, I've, I've learned that on the courtesy oh, yeah. of my shows. And, and I was like, oh, please tell me. I, I want to be yeah. educated. And I've learned that lighter-skinned Black women calling a darker-skinned Black woman aggressive yeah. Is, yeah. Is, 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 is not welcomed. Um, so yeah. explain to the audience why the word attack is sort of in that same realm, or is it? Well, there was an instance where, where we were having a conversation, and you said something to me one time. I was like... I could have taken it that way too, but I know that wasn't your intention. I never said anything to you. But oh, tell when, me. Yeah, when you when you came on Dish Nation one time and you were like, we were talking about how how I can land a husband. Yes. <laughs> and you were like, you know, you just gotta tone it down. I said tone it down. Right. Yes. Tone it down. I remember that. And so I felt like I, I understand what you're saying, but. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I know that you know enough about me, even though we don't hang out all the time. I feel like you know enough about me to know that I am soft. 
Mm-hmm. I am, I, I am girly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes my perception, just because I am outspoken, is that, damn, tone it down. You're, 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 you talk too much. You're aggressive. You're loud. You know, like, it's like sometimes I'm not even being loud, but you're loud. It's like, you know what I mean? And I, yes. I do feel that sometimes it comes with being a dark-skinned girl. Mm. I will see, like, light-skinned girls doing the same thing, and it's, oh, she fine. She, she's spicy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She lit. But I got to tone it down. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy how colorism, racism, all that, different shades of people, even even within the white community. I mean, look at Prince Harry. You know, he, you know, he, he a ginger. I don't know if that we could say that. But, you know, the gingers, I like to look at them as they are the Negroes of the white community. <laughs> you know, they, get treated, they get treated a certain way. <laughs> and I'm saying, because I, I actually briefly dated a ginger, and he told me that, too. He was like, you know, ginger's a derogatory term. Like, he was very, like, Is it? Yes. See, I'm, lo- no, I, I'm learning stuff was, every day. Okay. Yeah, but I think I think for him it was, and I did talk to other white people, and they were like, no. Uh, but. Okay. The thing was, he was treated a certain way because he was ginger. I'm glad you 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 you're telling me now about the conversation in real time because yeah. I apologize for saying tone it down because, like you said, I didn't mean it that way. No, but, I know you didn't mean but, it that way. Yeah. But but I like to go through life being called out on things that is in my everyday vernacular to say like, no, Carlos, like th- that's not something that you should always say or maybe look at the person deeper or whatever just like Mm -hmm. i've learned through my shows about the whole thing with like the word aggressive when it comes to black women i i learned that i said oh this is the thing and i didn't realize it was one so thank you for sharing that with me honestly yeah but again i felt like with you what you were doing too was you were pointing out the way i'm perceived Mm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you might not really perceive me that way but you were telling I thought you were kind of like being a brother in that moment like oh yeah this is how the guys are perceiving you absolutely which it, yeah which is it might not even be true it's not true but that is my reality that has been my, my reality when I just put my foot down on something it's oh I can't do it with her I can't you know what I mean she she do too much because I won't let you just come by and just do anything. That doesn't mean I'm not soft. I'm one of the softest bitches you'll meet. If you treat me right, <laughs> literally, if you treat me right, I will wait on you hand and foot. But you have to treat me like I'm, a, I'm soft. You have to treat me delicately. And I feel like with um, Black women, Black women are not seen as delicate. Black women are not seen as soft. Black women are not, you know... Like, you got black women out here being told not to cry at the doctor's office. You know what I mean? We can't even, like, it's like nothing we do paints us in a light that is soft and delicate the way our white counterparts are perceived. So after that, um, they did meet up for for lunch. And the tension was so thick, they could have cut it with a butter knife at yeah. the table, because you could tell none of them wanted to be there. Garcelle was like, um, my car is parked in the meter outside for 30 minutes. Like, I don't want to eat. I barely want to be here, girl. Let's get this thing out. I know what I got to do, and and I'm out of here. So yeah. it was very awkward, very uncomfortable. Um, Garcelle did say that she 
did not sleep for two nights and she was crying for two nights. Yeah. Um, and there were some people on Twitter who thought she was being, um, she was exaggerating that, mm-hmm. that here's Garcelle being an actress and, and some people who were saying this, um, Jesse, were black people. Um, again, this is social media. There's TikTok videos recorded with black content creators saying that Garcelle exaggerating, saying she cried for two nights, she couldn't sleep. Um, they felt she was race baiting. Let me tell you something. Carlos, you ever been in a situation where somebody said some wild shit to you? Like somebody said something real wild to you and you know you held your composure so well, but then when you got home, you just exploded and you ran the conversation back a million times. Like I should, I should have, and I should have. And when she, that's what Garcelle was going through. Ah. That's what Garcelle was going through. We've all been there. I never I'm looked at it that I'm, way. I'm going through something like that right now with somebody I work with. That's what she was getting into. That's what was happening to her. She, Garcelle went home. She thought about it. She held her composure because here's the thing too. Garcelle's not just having a conversation with this white woman about this white woman using a trigger word that is known to literally put black people behind bars, right? to put black people in positions that are very disparaging, right? But she had this conversation with that white woman on camera. So she had to restrain herself a lot. And you could tell she was restraining herself a lot. It took everything in her for her to just be calm in that moment. I feel like she wanted to be like, girl, you know good and like, you know good and damn well what you meant by saying that word. And I'm going to need you to swallow that word <laughs> and never regurgitate it in my presence ever again. Like, I really feel like that's like, I feel like she really wanted to explode in that moment. And she couldn't because, again, even that will be seen as race baiting. Even that will be seen as, oh, but but see, but that's her being aggressive. Is she going to be an angry black woman? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be the, aha. A lot of people look at your reaction. They don't look at what happened to you. And so Garcelle had to go home and live with that. And then come back outside and sit across from the same white woman who wanted to be educated again on how that word, you know, is triggering and everything. And for that woman to turn around and say, but you didn't know I was Jewish? I'm sorry. Um, since when was being Jewish a race? <laughs> what are we talking about here? So we're going to use Judaism as a, as a reason to back up being racist? I'm not understanding. Like, what is the correlation? What are we doing? Like, you know, white people ain't the only ones who are Jewish, right? You know, there are Jewish people across different races and cultures and here you are using that and then saying well but i'm marginalized too you're marginalized i'm marginalized too what are we 
we talking about? Seriously. And that's why Garcelle didn't want to educate her. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. Baby, it is the new year. And yes, we all have a resolution. Mine is to make sure I'm able to eat a ready-to-eat meal. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about this ready-to-eat meal delivery service named Factor. It takes the stress out of meal planning because, honey, you can skip the grocery store and do all of this in the privacy of your own kitchen. You can get chef-crafted approved meals right at the front of your door. Child, they got over 35 meals to choose from per week. I mean, calorie smart, vegan like me, veggie, keto diet. Plus, they have over 55 weekly add-ons that you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. The cool thing with Factor is, honey, they have everything. They even got breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks. And the one of the things I love most about it is you could change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week. And you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime, child. Let me tell y'all something. Factor has everything I need because y'all know I'm busy for a flavorful, nutritious meal. In addition to that, they have cold-pressed juices, extra protein, veggie size, anything you need to keep you energized during a frantic day. Head to factormeals.com slash theking50 and use code theking50 to get 50% off. That's code theking50. This is Reality with the King. And I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. When Garcelle said she cried for two nights, I never thought like, oh, to your point, possibly what that means is she replayed the moment in her head. Yes. And she was probably disappointed about, you should have said that, you should have said that. And I'm I'm going to add on to that, you know, possibly too. She also thought about the viewers and yes. the black community. What are black women going to say? Do, do black women expect me to do that? What, what, what is interesting about Garcelle's presence on Beverly Hills Housewives, and you and I talked about this last year on this very podcast. I said this from the beginning. When Garcelle told the ladies, this may be her first season or second, I don't remember, but I would never forget this scene when she told them, you guys have no idea what it feels like to be the only black person in the room. Yeah. You guys just don't know what that feels like. Yeah. And I praised her on my podcast. I said, I felt seen. And I don't yeah. think people really understand that. When you are the only black person in the room, yeah. you feel uncomfortable. You yeah. some, Let's be real, Jesse. Oftentimes, yeah. not everybody, because we don't represent everybody. Yeah. You oftentimes feel uncomfortable you oftentimes feel like I don't belong. You yeah. you, you kind of get insecure. Like, do I sound right? Am I acting right? Do I yeah. sound as educated? Like a lot of these things play into your head because just about the systemic racism that we dealt with um, in our childhood. And it is trauma. And when you are a person of color, 
no matter yeah. how much money you have, for a large amount of people, you still feel that trauma because it shows up in your life when you have to deal with social media trolls or when you get pulled over by the cops or when you're trying to get a loan from a bank or when you're trying to buy a house. Like, you're reminded, no matter where you are, that you're checking the other box. So when Garcelle brought that conversation to this show, I appreciated it because I said, oh my gosh, like, we all feel that way. And Garcelle is a national treasure in the Black community. She's fancy from Jimmy Fox, and we love her. So I appreciated that. However, there are people, though, who believe that this ain't the show for it. There was a moment where Dorito brought up the word privilege. Because remember, in the initial argument, Garcelle's like, listen, I'm not here to educate you and your privilege. Like, I'm not, right? Yes. When they had the lunch date, Dorit was like, when it comes to privilege, we're all privileged in this group. All of us are privileged in this group. And it's like, I'm just like, she she doesn't want to get it. She really just does not want to get it. She doesn't want to own what Garcelle is saying. And I'm so happy that Garcelle kept telling her, well, you know what? It's on you. But when she kept dealing with the word privilege, Garcelle has like 30 jobs. Garcelle does not live the same life that these other girls are living. Garcelle, I've seen Garcelle last year do so many things. She was Survival of the Thickest, Netflix. Mm -hmm. She is narrating a, a, a true crime show, I believe, on Oxygen. Every now and then, you're going to see Garcelle in a Lifetime movie. She's producing. She's doing podcasts. She's hosting. Like, Garcelle has more jobs than a Jamaican in order to live in Beverly Hills. It's not the same privilege. Yeah, and we're seeing that now with Taraji P. Henson talking about the pay disparities amongst Black actresses in Hollywood and how... She, along with other Black actresses, were saying how they want to quit the business because it's so hard. And how you have to constantly work, not because you want to, because you have to. You have to. So Garcelle has to keep up all these jobs. She doesn't have a, you know, even when she did have a rich white husband, Garcelle was still working. She was a working actress. Garcelle has been a working actress for four decades. And despite all of her accolades, she still has to work like a dog yeah. in order to share the same the same platform with these women, i.e. Erica Jane. How'd you get here? You had... Tom Giraldi. <laughs> yeah, Tom Giraldi. You had him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Crystal got the Lion King, man. That's my favorite movie of all time, by the way, and my favorite Broadway show. But Garcelle has to work 10 times harder for her privilege. Mm. She has to work for her privilege and work her privilege. Mm. Y'all are just born with it. It's just, you're born with it. Maybelline. You're born with it. Which which brings me to Lisa Brenna's tweet. So she said this back in like 2022. She tweeted, and I quote, we fight on our show. If we fight with Garcelle, we are all of a sudden called a racist. That's bullshit. I will not accept that. I will express myself when and how I want, and I am not afraid of you hoes. You know what's crazy? It's crazy watching white people type in in, in AAVE, in in African-American vernacular. It's really crazy. (laughs) What is going on? You hoes? Really? (laughs) I didn't... The whole part... (laughs) 
And listen, the host part threw me off, but it raised... I could see see her, like, flinging her phone off after she... I'm not scared of you hoes. Because I just don't think Lisa Rinna, when she's at the Chateau Marmont, honey, with Eileen Davidson, I just... Listen, Ray drops... Tell me if I'm wrong. I just don't think when Lisa Rinna is having lunch with Eileen Davidson and, and Kathy Hilton, she's saying... Fuck these hoes. I just don't believe no, that. Let's be, let's be for real. Okay, go ahead. No, absolutely not. But see, but that's privilege again, because it's like, again, it's a way of her as a white woman, woman, not having to acknowledge that certain speech is very hurtful to certain groups of people, to black people. It's kind of like when Garcelle, I think it was like last season or the season before where they were talking about race or something like that. And Garcelle was like, I think she asked Dorit, well, how many black people do you have around? She's like, oh, I mean, I have like people around the house that work around the house. Oh, my, my mom's best friend is black. Girl, shut that shit but up. I, but this, let me tell you Girl, something. Let me tell you something. Look, I think Garcelle being on the show, and I've, and I've said this since day one. Um, listen, she's a national treasure. I think yeah. Garcelle is great for the show. Um, I think she brings a much-needed presence to that show. And I think she's a great housewife. The only thing I ever said about Garcelle was, I just don't believe her and Sutton are, like, the best of friends. And that's that's just my opinion. I just think they have... I think they're both like, listen, we're new kids on the block. Let's form an alliance, and let's be the new girls And, baby, I'm sorry. Sutton is reading the girls this season. This is Sutton's best... Let me tell you something. I am team Sutton this season. This is Sutton's best season. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. She's getting the girls Name together. <laughs> She's getting Name the girls em. together, baby. And I'm yeah. here for it. And I am here for Garcelle shedding light. Listen, for me to be a black man in this business... And to watch that show and, and and see that I'm telling you, that scene made me love her even more when yeah. she was able to just say her truth like, y'all don't know what it feels like to be the only one. Y'all just don't know. Yeah. I yeah. know what that feels like. You know what that feels like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's 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 we're already talking about that, but it doesn't feel good. So I love that she's bringing this on the show. Look, do we love the mess and the cattiness and the shade and all that? Yes. But I think the the other thing that at least I'm trying to do my reality shows, and I think this is what Beverly Hills is trying to do, is you have to at least have conversations that are relatable. Because yeah. at some point, you need some sustainability on these shows, and I think ourselves being cast brings that. Before I wrap you, where does Garcelle and Dorit go from here? Do you think they will never be friends? Do you think there's, yeah. no. there's room for some, some growth? Some people you just work with. You just work with, they like they're in the office with you. You come in there, you do your job. I ain't got a problem with you. I'm not gonna dwell on, well, I do have a problem with you, but it's not resolvable. So there's nothing else for me to do or say here. Hey, hi, hey, pleasant trees. Keep it moving. I would love for you know who I would love to see in Beverly Hills. There's a Haitian girl on Housewives of Miami. She used to. She was Miss Haiti. Kiki, Kiki Bard. She's. she's oh my and god. She's funny. Oh, I recently just sat down and watched the show. I was like, oh my! It was like I was watching myself. 
I was like, oh my God, this lady is perfect. Like she is hilarious, gorgeous, witty. I feel like Garcelle needs something like that. Because one thing I will say, I just, the fun moments with Garcelle on the show are very far and- and, and In and between, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, they're very spread out. It was nice to see her and Erica go out and have a good time and Sutton. Yeah. Like that looked genuinely like a good time. Yeah, yeah. And Sutton, I think Sutton showed up initially feeling like, oh shit. But then she realized, oh, these bitches want to have a good time. Okay, cool, let's have a good time. Like, yeah. you know? But I, I just feel like Garcelle needs, I've said this before, I think like she needs somebody. I know, and she I was hoping somebody. that was Sheree. Oh, and what happened with her? Listen, I, I, I always said this. As a producer, you can't show everything, meaning you, you got 42 minutes to show something. She was not vocal based on what we were, we were shown. I was really rooting for her because on Hollywood Access, she was fantastic and she was funny. Yeah. And, yep. and look, all this stuff going on with Jada and Will, like, y'all fired her way too soon. Like, I would have loved to get some of that Hollywood um, skeleton. And I feel like she could have been, I feel like she could have been candid. Like, Jada, Jada and Will, like, they're, and, and her, their family, they don't give a fuck about, they, they wouldn't care about her. No. Spilling a, they wouldn't care. No. They really would genuinely not care because she they know that she wouldn't pass certain boundaries. Yeah. So she could have spilled a little tea and whatever and kept it moving. Like, yeah, I just I feel I feel like Garcelle does need she does need a friend. Garcelle has no friends on that show. Crystal has no friends on that show. No. Sutton, no friends on that show. No. 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 But but Garcelle is the black one. Yeah. And and because we're not seeing a lot of Anne Marie, we don't know what their relationship's gonna be. But just because yeah. listen, not all black people have to be friends either, right? So yeah, I don't wanna right, say right, right. right. But based on their personalities, I just don't see Garcelle and Anne Marie being friends. They they're no. so they're they're I don't know. We'll see what happens. Again, based Anne-Marie on what I'm seeing. Anne Marie is a doctor. She's she's she belongs on married to medicine. <laughs> <laughs> like the way she came for Sutton's throat, it was like, girl. Literally like, her throat. Like literally her throat. Like, you know, when you swallow, you're supposed to take two gulps. That's science. <laughs> like, no. Girl, no, this is not marriage medicine, girl. You need to be able to sweet pizza. <laughs> no. Tell the world, my sweet pea, where they can find you, follow you, support you, and everything you have going on. Yes, so the Jesse Wu on all social media platforms. T H E Jesse J E S S I E W O O on all social media platforms. I'm on Dish Nation Monday through Friday. I have a movie I'm shooting this uh, next month for Peacock. It's gonna be a holiday movie. I'm really excited about that. Congrats! Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Preferably this year too. I I get to sell a show. Uh, and sell a movie that would be like a dream come true. So, yes, that's what I look forward to. Well, you're going to do all things through Christ who strengthens you, baby. So just know that. Thank you, Jesse boo-boo. Thank you, Carla. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com 
And be sure to follow me at King underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag Reality with the King. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Riggs and executive produced by me, Carlos King. Kingdom Reign Entertainment, baby!